Welcome back to Fledgling's RPG Season 1, The Lost Mine of Fandelver, episode number 8. We want to remind you that if you're enjoying this format, we have unreleased content available at our new Patreon. This includes behind-the-scenes looks into what goes on during a session that doesn't get put into the podcast, and will include a series of completely uncut releases of the sessions in their entirety for some tiers. So go ahead and go over to patreon.com slash fledglingsrpg to find out more on how you can support us for as little as $5 a month and gain exclusive access to content that will not be released publicly. Now let's rejoin the fledglings as they are about to split the party. So, Petrogan, you're heading through that northeast door. Yes. And as you enter it, this long room is partitioned into three areas with iron bars walling off the north and south. Filthy straw lines the floors of these cells, the hinged doors of which are secured by chains and padlocks. A pair of disheveled human women are held in the cell to the south, while a human boy is confined to the north. All are dressed in plain gray tunics and have iron collars fitted around their necks. A heap of discarded clothing is piled carelessly against the fire wall. Two red brand ruffians in scarlet cloaks stand guard here, though they spend most of their time taunting the hapless prisoners. They've heard you guys fighting in the previous area, so they've been ready for you to enter. Uh, Great, so I'm going to quickly as a bonus action, can I do that right now? Um, no, because they've been waiting for you. Okay, sorry. So they're both waiting there for you. So immediately roll initiative as you enter. I wish I would have came with you now, huh? Just show us what you're made of. Survive. You got a natty one. Ooh. (laughs) Okay. Which with initiative is not really that big of a deal. Except for the three connections. If you keep doing it, it's gonna be a big deal. <laughs> I haven't seen you fought once. You cooked food though. And you set a head on fire and wasted that spell. <laughs> I can't hear you guys because I'm too busy about I'm, to take this. This is just my inner red, monologue. Red brand. <laughs> as you as you lie down. As I, as I, I'm I'm just standing there just wondering about my companions. Looking at your centaur. When are you ever going to get blood on you? <laughs> I chopped that guy's head clean off. What are you, you talking about? You did. Now, mind you, I am in the other room, so if you need to... Found one. <laughs> oh, no. I'm handling this on my own. Two guys have nothing on me. Humans. They can have to fight like the dragonborn. I'm not going to lie, guys. These uh, red bands, when they were going to fight us in terms of pattern... I felt like that was the true definition definition of racist. 
because we're all different actual races. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just I thought that was funny because you're dragonborn. He's elf. I'm Goliath. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have like olive skin? His hmm? uh, pointy ears. So. No, it's more like super white. Right. Okay. So the first red brand ruffian reaches out with his short sword with a natural one and immediately uh, misjudges the distance that Petrogan is from him and swings and actually knocks himself prone uh, on the ground and won't be able to utilize his multi-attack. The second red brand, seeing the stumble, charges forward as well. And first attack is a six. No. <laughs> which does not hit. Um, and reaches out for the second uh, attack with multi-attack for a 19. Yes. Right. So the short sword reaches out and... Wait, my armor class is 19. So do I block lose. that or I no, lose? No, it, it goes to the attacker. Yeah. Yep. For a total of seven piercing damage. Ouch. So. That stinks. Okay. And you're up, Petrogan. I'm just going to stick with it. I'm going to pull out my longsword and my morning star, and I'm going to attack the guy who just hit me, the one that's standing. The one that hit you? Okay. Yeah. With a uh, 23. That will hit. This is my longsword first, and this is an 11. Okay. And then this is my morning star. Sing. I'm assuming he's okay. Yes, he's still well, maybe, alive. Maybe not okay, but... <laughs> Ooh. <clears throat> 24. That will hit. And this is my morning star, which is a 7. Okay. That's the same guy. Okay. Yeah. That's all right. Um, the first one that is knocked prone right now uses his action to get up, and that's all that he's able to do for now. So the one that's taken the damage from you reaches out with his short sword to return uh, combat with you. 22. Yeah. Five piercing damage. And then multi-attack, he swings a second time. Four seventeen. Nope. Okay. <laughs> and it's back to you. Yeah. So I'm trying to take this guy out, the same guy. I'm okay. Try to hit him again. Retreat back to <laughs> No, I'm not retreating. For a seventeen. Seventeen hits. Getting good hit Um eleven. Yep, that takes him and uh actually kills him completely. Great. Petrogan gets a kill. I didn't want to kill. How, how did it happen? Um, yeah, that was my I'm short sorry. sword, so I just kind of kind of put a nice big old slash down his down his side. Got guts probably falling out a little bit. Okay. Please forgive me. <laughs> uh, I'm marking this. Is that my first like real kill? I killed the undead. Did you yeah, kill a goblin. Yeah, I don't think you ever killed, killed a goblins. Goblin. No, I keep track of kills because I'm a paladin. I'm not trying to kill people. And then I try to take my morning star and I try to hit the guy in the thigh. Okay. Next guy. Um, 13. That misses. And so he returns fire, swinging his short sword at you for 15. Nope. And he takes his second swing for 13. Nope. 
And this is so right back to you. Yep. I'm, I'm taking this guy down. You I'm going, going to you tr- want to keep him alive and figure I'm out going to try to knock him down and um, immobilize him by attacking him. Twenty-two. That'll hit. Long sword. I'm trying to hit him in the leg again. Uh, eight. Eight. Okay. Then same thing with the Morning Star. I'm really trying to get him to that thigh and make him sit down. Is that a 15? Yes, a 20. That'll hit. Um, 10. 10 will kill him. Dang it. <laughs> Paladin uh, <laughs> taking <I'm sorry>. out <laughs> two Red Ran Ruffians. <laughs> just <so> absolutely <laughs> murder. <laughs> Did I make it? <laughs> <laughs> and then can I take an extra, another action to, like, am I okay to... That's the end of initiative, so... But I can cast a spell. Yes. I'm yeah. going to Cure Wounds, which is a 1d8. Um, when you cast a spell using a spell slot of second level or higher, what's a spell slot of second level or higher? Um, so spells, there are different levels of spells, and you haven't got to second level, but it goes up to nine, I think. So yeah. they become more powerful as you cast them as higher right. level. I'm a second level <clears throat> character, but yeah, I don't but, have a second yeah, level. Okay. okay. Right. So a creature you touch regains a number of hit points equal to 1d8 plus two. Five. So I just cast that spell. Great. So, I killed the two guys, unfortunately, and I just healed myself. Yeah, there we go. So then, you said there's like, is it still my, should I keep going or should I let some other people So, some we'll finish up a little bit here, because there are uh, the three captives right. that are in there. Now that you've... Um, Can I search their bodies? The red brand? <laughs> yeah. Sure, go for it. Give me an investigation check. <laughs> Worry about the people that have been held in captivity. Just, yeah, just search their bodies. Well, yeah, we want to make sure that he doesn't have any. They could have the keys ten. to the, to the yeah. jail cells. So yeah, that's, that's true. Ten. Ten. Um, that's what you, I'm looking for. Uh, <laughs> keys. <laughs> you find uh, fifty copper pieces. Okay. And no keys. Okay. Oh, cool. Hey guys, found some copper. Well, no keys, so let me, I'll try to help you out as soon as I can. Uh, do you want to try and do anything with the doors themselves? The, like, iron? Since we were so close to the door, do you think I could uh, yell into the room and say, Fabian, come help me out with these three captives? Yeah. Fabian, come help me out with these three captives. By this time, Fabian's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly sleeping because okay. he's been in the room by himself. He wakes up. Like a minute and a half. Yeah. <laughs> he wakes up. Wasn't that like three turns? So literally like a minute and a half. I know, but I was, it was, it's called micro napping. Uh, <laughs> and so I wake up and then I hear him calling. Um, I rush to him because figuring that he needs help because he's not a fighter. Uh, and to see two dead bodies and I and Fabian uh, Bloodwinter immediately pats Petrogan on the back. Well done, sir. Who was here that killed these men? Because it obviously was not you. If I don't see it, it doesn't count. Were these prisoners? Did one of these men kill them? I don't care what you think about the kills or the not kills. I care about these three people who seem to be captives. So let me ask you a question. Did you search their bodies yet then? Because if you care about the captives, why would you search their bodies? (laughs) Yes, I checked the red brands to see if there are keys to the captives. Keys, only keys. Did you find any money? Why is that an issue? Yes, I found some copper, and I put it in my purse. Did you keep it or give it to these poor individuals? 
Here, chained up. It is in my purse with my other money. And you I'm have trying. a purse? Are you not a man dragonborn? It's a coin purse. It is what I keep my coins in. Uh, what? How do you carry your coins? In my backpack? Like a man? Like a Goliath man? I also have a backpack. That is where my coin purse is. What do you want is. me to do with these prisoners? I was asking for your help. What do you think we should do? I'm going to try to help them out of their cages. Would Can you, you help me? Would you like me to try to use my... Use my your trip? Yes. Move this earth so that the doors will come off and we can get them out. If I cannot move the doors because they might be made of metal instead of stone. But you can move the earth and underneath, move the the doors underneath the doors and take them off their and hinges. And allow them to crawl underneath. So I will do that now with mold earth. <laughs> Very nice. That's a good, uh, good use of that. Yes. So you're able to make a kind of crawl space for them under the bars to be able to come out. And so uh, the three commoners that were imprisoned, it's Myrna Dendrar and her two teenage children, 13-year-old Nars and 18-year-old Nilsa. So Myrna, Nars, and Nilsa. They tell you a few days ago, the Red Brands murdered Myrna's husband, Sel, for defying them. That night, the gang returned and abducted the remainder of the family and brought them here. Are you from Fandalen? Yes. They plan to sell us into slavery. Who is they? The Red Brands. Do you know who they were going to sell you to? The highest bidder, I imagine. Did they... Have you heard anything about Glass Staff or Black Spider? No. No one really talks a whole lot other than to taunt us and to Have you heard anything about Gundren Rockseeker? No. Have you seen any other man around that you may not know that might be a captive? No. How about you run along through the crypt and down by the kitchen and run to Fandalen and get some health care and food and water and let Elmer know. Elsa, Elsa, but, let Elsa but, know. Petrodian, what if, what if there's more red bands coming into the castle or coming into the manor? Then you walk them out. I am moving forward to find Black Spider and Glass Staff and get down to this Glass staff, they overhear you say. That that sounds like a wizard's name to me. A wizard, you say? Hmm. I, I would presume, considering the, the staff, I suppose that it could be um, some sort of monk that uses a staff, but why would they use a glass one that doesn't seem very uh, able to do much like melee type of damage? It seems a little flimsy for that. So well, I would if he's a wizard, he's a wizard. Makes sense. Thank you for that information. We, now we go have heal heard, yourself. We have heard oh, that. After you tell me more information. <laughs> we have heard them talk, uh, the Red Brand's talking about a wizard that gives them orders and that he's got tall, furry monsters with big ears working for him. Tall? Like a Goliath? No, that doesn't look that furry from how they've described them. That was rude. <laughs> Is there any other information you can give us before you go? get aid. Any at all? Do you know how many there, how many people, Red Barons, Red, red Brands there are? Do you know? It's roughly about the 12, right? It doesn't. I mean, we've, already people, killed, we've already killed four of them. The people in the... Plus those two, that's six. Who killed those two? Well, technically we let one get away, so never mind. We only killed five. You killed those two. We killed all six. Did we, get, did we catch the other four. one? There was four at the end. And we caught the one running away. Yeah. 
Okay. Sure, you're right. And that's six plus those two. But yes, so there should be six more. They said they that they've seen about a dozen around, but we don't know how many are here in this manor. We don't even know what this manor looks like. We came in from the basement kitchen. Woman. Oh, the skeletons part of the red bands. I don't know. They they just seem to be guards of this area. I assume they must work for them. Is they, this... they seem to do what they, they ask of them. Do you have a map? Is this of... doorway the only way in and out of this room that you've seen people enter this room since you've been in jail here for as long as you said yes, you Yes, this is just where they hold the prisoners um, until they can sell them off uh, to slave, as slaves. Which way do you go? Is it... Are there any other exits in this room? No. I don't ask. I... No, just that one exit there. That we just um, came in? Yes. So we came in the exit? Yeah. Okay, cool. And the entrance. Yes, at the same time. It's like aloha. Yes. It's hello and goodbye. Like konnichiwa. Ni hao. So I, <coughs> as as I'm I'm listening to them, I, I'm kind of checking out... Romeo's the, over here just waiting for his turn in the other room. Checking out the rest <laughs> of the... Checking out the rest of the room, all the captives, making sure there's no dead people or keys or maps lying around or gold and <laughs> I okay. leave the room I kind of make a sweep of the room okay then I yeah I, I the two people three people yeah I, I kind of as Fabian leaves and I sweep if I find anything awesome if not I kind of help um, Myrna and Nars and Nilsa out, out of the room and I kind of show them hey go through here so you can get back to Fandalen and get help from Elsa so as you're looking around, all you see are the clothes of what you can presume are the former captives that had been uh, in there, but there's nothing of value there. Now, it's uh, a good thing that I made that hole filled in. They would have a hard time getting past that trap. <laughs> Myrna thanks you uh, as you're showing her the way out. Um, and she says that her family doesn't have anything uh <laughs> that they can provide to you. But she does tell you there's a valuable heirloom hidden that she knows of. Uh, when she was a young girl, she and her family fled from the town of Thundertree after the undead overran the place. Her family had an herb and alchemy shop inside which a case containing an emerald necklace was hidden beneath a section of storage shelves. She never dared to return to retrieve it uh, because of the undead but the shop was in the southeast part of Thundertree. Is Thundertree like a... It's another town. Right. So we're in Fandalen. Maybe we'll have to look at yes. the map. We're not quite close enough to him to yell yet. Oh, but I remember because I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> Very close to the nether. Never Winterwood, if I remember it correctly. Um, so while you're doing that, we cut over to... Uh, Mayos, who went through that north side. Thanks for waiting. I'm door. I'm going as slow as possible. <laughs> like barely opening doors, scanning. Okay, so as you enter, um, it's about a five foot wide hallway, about 15 foot long. Give me a perception check. This is happening the same time as what I do. Natural 20. Natural 20, okay. As you look, yes, uh, it's kind of happening in conjunction yeah. with when yeah. your time frame happened there. As you're scanning the hallway, you see on the northeast side a door, but across from it on the northwest side, you notice something off about the wall that's there. Not in a dangerous way, just something that's different about that wall. So, Like um, if it was a video game, it'd be outlined in a different yeah. color. Why is it glowing? <laughs> uh, 
I'll go towards the Imagine wall to investigate it, but I'm definitely, after we almost fell in one trap, I'm definitely kind of checking my step before committing any movement. Okay. Uh, so you're checking that out, uh, outlined <laughs> portion of the wall. The, the glowing magic portion of the wall. Um, as you're checking it, you actually find a loose brick in the wall that as you pull on it, reveals that this is actually a secret door on that side. So basically this hallway, 15 foot long, there are actually doors on either side at the end of that hallway, the secret one and the normal one. I'll just mutter under my breath, Fabian would love this. And then continue <laughs> through this secret door, trying to, again, as quietly as possible, open things up. Okay. Continue. So. This area is the north end of a large natural cavern, but it has been finished with dressed stone block walls and a flagstone floor. Several barrels are stored against the walls here, along with a number of empty crates, straw for packing, hammers, pry bars, and nails. The cavern continues for some distance to the south. You can make out several passages that open up off the larger cavern in what looks like a deep pit or crevasse in the floor. Ooh. What's up, deep pit? There's just some deep pit. Yeah. Yeah. So there's kind of like the room that you're in has barrels in it across the north side of the wall. And then looking south from that room, you can see probably 80 feet of this kind of open cavernous area that has this like crevasse trench through it. I'm going to go back and check the other door. Okay. As you open uh, this other door, as you try to open this door, I should say, uh, you notice that it's sticking, that there's kind of like a lock or a difficulty. You don't know if it's been seized shut or if it's actually locked in there. Um, I don't know if it's been locked. Could I, could I use my thieves tools to thieves try to mess with the lock, see if I can open it? Yeah, definitely. Give me a sleight of hand check with advantage. 16. 16? Yeah, so as you fiddle with that, uh, just after a few seconds, you hear a click, click, and you uh, and the door actually kind of unlatches itself and pulls away from uh, the wall, so you know that it was locked. It wasn't just seized shut there, so you're able to open it at this point. Mm -hmm. I know I made a little noise, but I'm trying to peek through without, like, exposing too much of myself. Okay. That's always the goal. So as you're we, looking... We, we never want to expose too much of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> as you're looking in, uh, you see racks of weapons line the walls of this chamber, including spears, swords, crossbows, and bolts. <laughs> A dozen dirty red cloaks, yes, cloaks hang from hooks by the door. No living beings or other entrances to their room? No. This looks <coughs> like, like a storage closet, basically, is what it is. It's about the weapons. maybe 10 foot by 12 foot. Sounds like a weapons uh, yeah, there's armory. armory yeah. All the weapons the uh, and the uh, outfits that the red brands wear mm -hmm. as well. I'm going to grab an alpha, put it on, and then head back to the room where I left them. See if I can find them. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Now seems like a great time to spotlight Pure Opus Productions for taking the rough recordings we make around a table, where the gameplay is priority number one, and turning them into something that you're actually able to listen to. 
If you have audio, video, or photo needs, check them out at Pure Opus on either Twitter or Instagram and see how they're able to help you. That's at P-U-R-E-O-P-U-S on both Twitter and Instagram. I wanted to give a huge shout out to John Wright over at Stay On Target Podcast for calling Fledgling's RPG his pick of the week on episode 465. Give him and Chris a listen as they discuss games, movies, TV, and comics each week. Glad our podcast was able to influence you to give D&D a shot because it didn't seem as unapproachable as it has in the past. This is our hope that other listeners will learn along with us and realize that you don't need to know every rule and nuance to enjoy the game. You can just hop into one and learn along with some friends. Best of luck in your campaign, John. I also wanted to shout out Claire over at Suitable Deer on Instagram for the tremendous work she did on the cover art for this series. If you've been thinking about commissioning an artist for some artwork, I highly recommend her. The entire experience was excellent. Make sure to show some appreciation to her and give her a follow over there and share her work. Cantrips and Cocktails, another D&D actual play podcast. You can find them anywhere you listen to podcasts, so wherever you're listening to us right now, and find them on Instagram and Twitter as at CantripCocktail. As the name suggests, this is geared towards an adult audience, so if you found us in a search for family-friendly content, just note the explicit warning on Cantrips and Cocktails when you check them out. Our friends Brandon, Ben, Landon, and Colin would love to have you along for their original adventure there. Thank you for listening, sharing it with your friends, supporting our new Patreon at patreon.com slash fledglingsrpg, and for checking us out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash fledglingsrpg. As always, if you're enjoying the adventure, make sure to follow us for those new episode notifications and give us that five-star review on your podcast player. Those reviews help to give other people who may be interested in listening a better chance of finding us, and we really appreciate the support. Now back to the Lost Mine of Fandelver with Fledgling's RPG. And as he comes back, I then almost lunge at him and go, Ah, enemy! And as I come in close to attack, I notice his shiny white, pure white skin. Mayos, hello! And with lots of excitement. Where did you get the, Guys, the outfit, Mayos? I found the armory in a very ominous room down that way. What was over there? Well, we found three captives who are still here. This Humans. Is, this is Myrna and her children, Nilsa and Nars. I thought you told them to leave. Why are they still they here? Did, but he never said they left, so I don't know if they left or not. It, it's kind of, that was kind of happening at the same time as what yeah. you were doing, so we can assume that you're kind of all, we're all exiting of the rooms at nice. the same time here. Did you give them anything to eat? Did you help them out at all? Besides setting the prey, of course. They didn't say they were hungry. Are you guys hungry? <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't ate in four days. Well, here, I have some rations and a water skin. Would you guys like to use them? That would be amazing. I don't know how to use them. I have three quantities of four pints of liquid. You gotta go into your thing to remove them. And right, online. do I remove them? But it's a water skin. Like, I don't give them the water skin, I just let them drink the water out of them. Yeah. Do you have water in the water skin? Never told me to fill them up. We can't assume it came full, I guess. Okay, thanks. So yeah, I let them drink my water. Okay. 
And then I have enough rations. I have six quantities of rations for a whole day. So I give them each a ration. It's filled with jerky, dried fruit, hard tra- hardtack, and nuts. Hardtack, their favorite. Yes. So I just fed them. Great question, Mayos. So I just fed them and gave them water. What have you done for these? Well, I'm thinking people? if Mayo said that there's more uniforms like the red red brands, uh, maybe I should grab them each one so that they can wear it on their way out, so that people mm-hmm. don't question them, so they don't get killed on the way back. Except you almost killed me, but yes, I like the idea. Thank you. Well, I didn't know you were coming out of the other room, and we had just gotten back, and I hadn't got a fight to anyone, but I did see two dead bodies that supposedly this guy killed. So, uh, kind of excited about that. Yeah, let's go grab them some. Let's go grab them some like weapons and some Should, cloaks. But also, you'll never guess what I found. What? A secret passageway. <gasps> no. Yeah, I'll go show you. Yes. <laughs> I follow him into the room. <laughs> I just point out the secret passage. I think we should grab them like a sword or something if they're available. Yeah. And some cloaks. Nice. Are there anything on the wall? I'm assuming we all walked to the armory. Is there anything on the wall better than a my long sword and morning star? No, they're all pretty pretty basic, basic weapons yeah. that you're seeing. Yeah. So so we give them what they need um, to Kind of sneak out, I guess, and then and then put and then I also take a clo- a cloak, a red brand's cloak, even though it might not fit me quite right. So I take two of them and and together and put one on top of the other. <laughs> so I'm wearing one on around my waist yeah. and one on top of my waist. So on top of that, and I think the only thing in the weapons rack that maybe you wouldn't have come across just yet are uh, light crossbows. Mm-hmm. So if that's of interest to anyone, that yeah. would be the difference there. There are six of them available, along with eight quivers holding 20 crossbow bolts each. Yeah, I would like to take a crossbow and a quiver of bows. Quiver, bows, yeah, arrows, quiver, yeah, arrows. arrows. Yeah. Technically, a, technically, it's called a bolt. Fun fact. Crossbows don't have... What did the dungeon bow. master say? I may have said arrows, but it does say bolts. Yeah. Is that a, what kind of weapon is that? Crossbow? Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't know. Range. Can I say It's range, yeah. I know, but is it simple or martial or, because if I'm proficient in it, it helps me. I'm curious. I'm curious. Yes, but I'm still going to take, I'm still going to take a crossbow and two quivers of arrows, bolts. It's a crossbow. You didn't even want to carry your short swords. It's range. You want to carry all this equipment? I'm going to sell them. I have a backpack. They're like one gold coin a piece. I'll let you know when I figure it out. Weapons, crossbow, light. They're 25 gold pieces for a crossbow. If you can convince somebody to buy it. Light, crossbow, 25 gold pieces. It's a simple crossbow. It's a simple ranged weapon. I'm proficient in simple weapons and martial weapons. Does it have to be melee? It doesn't say for it doesn't me. Doesn't say it does. So simple. Huh. I'm proficient in all simple, weapons. Just like a dragonborn. <laughs> so can I sell the bolts? Is that something the, that I can do in this tons. world? Can I just grab the yeah twenty? They're one gold, one gold piece for twenty bolts. And you just picked up two eight gold of pieces. them. Eight of them. <laughs> I pick up 
all quivers of the bows, of the bolts. How and much put can them, you carry? You, you gotta put that in there. I will. They're only a pound and a half. They take up size, though, as well. But it doesn't. Uh, I'll give you that one. Bolts are way smaller than arrows. Right, so there's five pounds. And then I came over here. Just ammunition, add, add bolts, it, add it to your one and a half pounds. We'll show you if you're, if you're For 20 of them. So we'll okay. see. We yeah, we'll see. see. Dragonborn. We will see. I'm strong. Your guy doesn't even have a backpack. My guy does. I have a backpack. <laughs> the quip, each quiver is one pound purse. each as well. <laughs> right. Just, oh, the quiver. Yeah. You only have a purse. Okay. So manage inventory. Purse. So quiver. Can I... He's fishing quiver or regular quiver? Regular. Eight. Add eight items. He's going to get bogged down. Bolts. Crossbow. Boats. Boats, boats, boats. Bolts, bolts. bolts. Let's add 160 How items. Yeah. 160. And then a crossbow light, correct? Yep. I'm just going to pick up one of those added. I hope you Do you want to give your friends some of these weapons also so they can get out of here? I think we should press home through the secret door. Yeah, I think that we should give them a couple bolts and arrow. And it's now 159.24 pounds and I'm still unencumbered. Good for you. You look a fool. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture him with like a bunch of quivers just crossed over in my over backpack. His back. <laughs> they are in my backpack. With all a of backpack is a lever pack carried on the back typically with strapped to secure it. It can hold one cubic foot and 30 pounds of gear. You know that that stuff doesn't make one cubic foot. There's no way you packed all that in that bag. No. You have eight quivers, don't you? 30 pounds of gear? Yes. <laughs> so you're just like carrying all the other stuff outside just of like your backpack. No, on your no. Oh, shoot, my blanket's nine pounds? <laughs> it's a weighted blanket. Well, aren't you, aren't you go, well, wait, warm-blooded? So you need that blanket. So nine, what? At night, right? Because I brought like, it for like mayo, so you. <laughs> well, that blanket okay. makes sense if you're, if you're, is it cold-blooded or warm-blooded for reptiles? Cold-blooded. So cold-blooded, yeah, so. You be warm at night, man. So my blanket's in there. My rations. Do you carry a heat lamp with you? I do have a tinder box and my water skins. And my robes. So I got a couple of the quivers in the backpack, but I also got a couple of the As he's on. figuring this out, we've given the other weapons to the people. Okay. You've given them a couple swords yeah, and to, to protect them on their way? Okay. Good luck. Don't we, get caught. Yeah. <laughs> Don't uh -huh. get caught again. And so now you're continuing on... Yeah, through the secret door. Okay, so through the secret door, and now you're looking into uh, this cavern area from this kind of storeroom and, that you've and seen. It, and as we go through the secret door, all three of us are in there. I close it up, because if it's a five-foot door, I close it up with my mud powers so that no one can enter behind us. Okay. <laughs> good idea, good idea. Yeah. I'm not getting trapped. Or, well, because I can always come back and move back down if I need to. I just unequip my longsword and my morning star, put them in my backpack, and I have my light crossbow out. Okay. So as you as you look into this area with the crevasse, a cold breeze fills this large natural cavern, carrying with it the faint scent of decaying flesh. A crevasse divides the cavern and is flanked by two rough stone columns that support the 20-foot-high ceilings. Two arched wooden bridges span the chasm. I'm sorry, say so that again. That. <laughs> so I was reading. I am proficient with the light crossbow, suckers. So I also get to add my proficiency bonus to the attack roll for any attack you make with it. Is the attack roll the hit? Yeah. yeah. And 
D and D Beyond does that for you. Yeah. Great. Oh, entered a secret door here, and I can shoot eighty feet, up to three hundred twenty. I haven't seen you shoot an arrow this entire time. I haven't. And now you want to? I picked up this. You know what I'm gonna do if this doesn't work out well for me? I'm just gonna drop it and leave it. And your eight quivers. Yes. And your 156 bolts. 120, yes. Wait. I believe it's 156. 160. 20 each. 20 times 8. Is that in there? Yes. Why are you making such a big deal about my crossbow? I, I just never seen a dragon, dragonborn shoot a crossbow before. You don't need to. You're about to find out, maybe. If there are people in here, I'm trying to find this glass staff guy. I'm slightly afraid if he's a wizard. So you're going to shoot a crossbow in a secret passage. I didn't know what this secret passage looked like. It's a secret. Exactly. It's smaller. I have 160 normal. bolts. I can literally just if, thunk, thunk, If you end up shooting me in my big butt, we're going to have problems. How does that work? I just get one shot per... You've already rolled one. I'm proficient. Nat it's a two-handed weapon. So proficiency allows you to add my proficiency bonus, which... This already does. So it's about 55 feet from where you are at the entrance of this Can you attack? to the southern no, side <laughs> of that. Did you count out those hexagons or just eyeballed it? I didn't count them out. It's eyeballed. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I was just curious. It's eyeballed. <laughs> the hexagons are supposed to be for um, like outdoors things. It represents bigger area, whereas the squares are oh, indoor the, the five foot squares. Are five miles. Yeah, it's like is what I read. Yeah, or something lot. like that. But it's meant for like going in all directions rather than just the kind of oh. like. I can flip it over. If you it's want. fine. Let's flip it over now. <laughs> Not redraw it. <laughs> Please redraw this. So there's two, two exit ways. Is what I'm seeing. Yeah. Yeah. Can you At see least, that far? Yeah. There's kind of like the exit up there uh, where that bridge ends, actually. So, well, yeah, roughly in there. Or not the bridge, the crevasse. Uh, the bridges go across it. Um, and then there's an exit this way and an exit that way as well. Um, the dark? All I'm saying is there's three not exits. Three, three of us. <laughs> what do you guys want to stick together? You almost know. died off of two people when we left. I died when you guys left me last time. We, I, 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 I almost died, guys. You're Come slow. On. I'm sorry. And there's also a column and a column. Oh, I forgot that they had to do movements before I could. That's where the problem was. I didn't <laughs> yeah, think about they that. Didn't that. <laughs> it didn't work that into the plan at all. I forgot about this turn-based gaming style. <laughs> Have you been playing Dark Alliance? No, I played it like once. That game is not what it's shocked up to be. Really? I was really sad by it, yeah. Return it. I, oh no, I sold it. I sold it for like $2 less than what I paid for it. Not bad. Yeah. But so we continue through the dungeon. Mayos, what are you seeing up there? It's a massive room with some scary bridges. And I'm water, worried. I'm seeing. A crevasse. You might want to fill your water. Do you not have crevasses in the mountains? Is water running through there? No. Oh, it was blue. I, I know. I, I just had super blue. deep. Like we can't see the water. Um, it would be. Like don't fall. Yeah, it would be too deep to like want to traverse down or anything that way. What's the gap between it? Can like can someone jump it? Is it thir over? Is it over it's, thirty feet? 
It's like 12 foot I at guess. most parts, so but I mean, there are two bridges going across it already yeah. as well. But just, you know, if I want to break Can it, I use a uh, divine sense again? It's sure. Undead. It's undead within 60 feet, not behind total cover. Undead, 60 feet. So that would be like the whole room, as long as they're not behind total cover. Which I'm assuming is just those two columns. Right. Until the end of your next turn, you can... And what things is it that it reveals? You can sense anything affected by the hollow spell, or know the location of any celestial fiend undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. Okay. So no, you don't see anything that way? Sense. (laughs) You don't sense anything that way. Sorry. (laughs) You do not continue forward, looking for the black spider... And Glassstaff, which is a wizard supposedly, because who yes. would fight with the glass staff? Oh, That's what Myrna said. Yeah, Myrna said. I don't. Yeah, you weren't there for that. So uh, Myrna said that it sounds like a wizard because who would fight with a glass staff? To call them what you fight with. I guess so. so your right foot. But she also <laughs> is. Uh, and your big mouth. Left foot, left foot, right foot, right. He said you're Big Mouth. Boots in the day. I'm cool with being called Right Foot. That's actually a dope nickname. I, I kind of like it. I want to replace that with Blood Winter. But Can I... Uh, that would explain the uh, the skeletons that we fought. That would. Can I shoot one of my crossbow bolts down the crevasse and see how far it is and just kind of get a sense for what's down there? How do you get a sense how far that bow goes down? At the, velo- at the velocity that it's going down, there would be impossible. Can I shoot a bolt down the crevasse? What happens? Why wouldn't you just drop a bolt or something? Not shoot it. The velocity of that crossbow goes so fast. It hits almost immediately. It sounds like about 20 feet. Oh, that's not deep. We can can move 30 feet. So, so that deep. Great, thank you. I mean, then... I have one less bolt now, but thank you. (laughs) Subtract it from your inventory. You got it. So we move together, pick one of these doors, and... uh, I don't want to deal with the wizard on my own. That's all I'm thinking. Yes, and I'm I'm not feeling great after destroying those two <laughs> children that I destroyed. Bloodwinter decides to go on his own. Be my guest. I can't save you from a wizard. Have you ever come face to face with the angry wizard? And live to tell the day. Good fun. Good on you. So where are you moving through right now? I'm going. I'm going this way. Across the northern bridge yes Nails, would you like to follow him just to make sure he's okay <laughs> sure you guys both gotta go by yourselves or do you want to go by yourself i don't want to be alone i agree <laughs> <laughs> which way are we going i guess if you want to follow me you're more than welcome to I just let's stay to, to this lead. let's cross the same bridge as he did and stay to this right side on the other side of the crevasse sounds good and go through this after you Tired of going in the doors first. I understand. I have a feeling I'm gonna die again. <laughs> Petrogan, give me a deception check. Deception? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> a natural one. But plus two. But that doesn't matter, does it? Natural one. Okay. You start to hear this voice in your head. Wizard. And it whispers, You would come after the weak minded. <laughs> this is kind of in your head that you're hearing this. I know about it. <laughs> your wife and child. 
I know what happened to them. Hey, is that you? What? Do you, are you hearing the same thing I am? No. Just put footsteps. Kind of scan before I enter. Are you a little creeped out? Scared I, of a wizard? I don't know if it's a wizard, but I thought I heard somebody laughing like a jester character. And I uh, kind of continue forward slowly. Are you like looking around for yeah, yeah, yeah. what it was? Okay, give yeah. me an investigation check then. Nat 20, baby! Okay, so as you're looking around, you spot from from behind the southernmost column there, uh, this kind of Are we at the pointed, southern? Uh, no, you're, you guys are crossed right. uh, the northern part, so you you guys are still kind of here this when it happens. While it was happening, you spot this creature behind the column. What the... It's like, a, it's like a spiky golem. Oh, those spikes. <laughs> That's nuts. That's not a fiend? No, it's not. It's an aberration. Whoa. <gasps> those things are scary. Yeah. That's not it's... its name. That's its its type. Yeah, he but... just talked to me in my head. Of course he's scary. <laughs> I like how you asked if it was Maeus. Like, Maeus hasn't, <laughs> Maeus, hasn't played a joke once this entire adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Is that you, Maeus? No, good. Back. It's good. I like it. And so... Maybe this is a low-key practical joker. <laughs> so you notice it, and you got natural 20 on that? Yes, sir. So from your readings that you've done in your past life, you recognize this as a nothic or a nothic. I'm not positive on how I'm saying that. N-O-T-H-I-C. And you know that it is an extremely insightful creature, which you probably gathered from the comments it made. Yes. To you. So, uh, I'm not super wise. So, I'm going to ask him, what do you want? Who are you? So, in that same fiendish kind of, not fiend, because he's not fiend, in that same kind of gesturing voice you hear in your head, he kind of says to you, I am willing to make deals. (laughs) I don't know what you want to make a deal about. I am just here trying to find Glass Staff and Black Spider. Maybe a deal for your life? <laughs> Mayos, are you hearing this? I enjoy are living. this? Nothic. I enjoy living. I think we're no, going sir. that way. Why don't you just keep on walking? I don't know what you're talking about. Just give me a minute. Give me a minute, Mayos. So are you pointing out the Nothic to him? Like, it sounds like they haven't seen this yet, but yeah, you you're, have. You're not seeing that... Small character. They're small, right? A hunched Ish, over character sure. by the column right there. Oh, what is that? Yeah, you can see. I perceive, I investigate that that's a nothing. Is what I've heard, I've read is in books. Is me or is going to move out of the way? He's talking to me in my brain trying to make a deal for my life and I'm not going for it. Oh, but I want to threatening. It is, but I want to find out more about Black Spider and Glass Staff, so let's approach cautiously. Can I, can I go on the other side of the crevasse? Like, retreat a little bit? Yeah, which uh, which bridge are you going across? No, I'm not near. Yep, you sure can. Still got your back from back here. I trust you. And I'm like, hugging this column. So I approach cautiously and say, we can make a deal, but not for my life. What, what do you have to offer? I think it's ugly. I would kill that mother. 
<laughs> I've been tasked to kill any adventurers through here. <laughs> That's you. Well, I'm not willing to die today. So what else do you have to offer? <laughs> That's not how this works. <laughs> Stupid. So shall we engage in combat? Or are you willing to walk away before your life is ended? I don't think this one really knows what's going to happen. <laughs> He'll end up like his wife and child. Do not really... And do not appreciate you bringing up my beautiful wife and my amazing child. Rest in peace. So I'll give so you one you last chance. So are you saying this out loud? Yes. While they <clears throat> can hear it? Yes. I do not appreciate you speaking about my wife and child that way. I will give you one last chance to either walk away or tell me what you want. What I want is some food. I do have food. I think it's pretty clear you should attack him. And then I yell, Fabian! Get back here! Doom, 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 doom. Ha, 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 ha. What do you need, Maos? I'm I'm just dead, like, with my longbow drawn, waiting for... Are you taking a shot while uh -huh. he's talking? No, no, I'm waiting for him. <laughs> I have food to offer, Nothic. What do you have to, to offer in return? I can allow you safe passage through here. <laughs> I immediately jump in the air and try to cut him. Okay. From where I'm at, because he's ugly. Because <laughs> he called my name. So go ahead and uh, attack, and then we'll roll initiative. Dang it. Two. <laughs> that does not hit. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Sorry, I meant nine. <laughs> Also does not Dang hit. It. <laughs> so roll for initiative, roll for everyone. Initiative. 18. 13. 8. Okay. 18. 13. 8. Okay. Um, 13. 8. <laughs> 18. 8. <laughs> That's helpful. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I need 1, 2, 3. 3. There's only one Nothic that I can see. I bet he can do some kind of magic deception and make two more of himself. That'd be dope. Okay. Yes. The Nothic is up first, and he's going to... More than an 18? Strike out... Yes, he had a 19. He's going to strike... Yeah, I'm sure he did. <laughs> he's going to strike out at Petrogan, who is immediately in front of him. Um, I didn't go that close to him. Who is the closest to him, I guess. He's going to move within range anyway. Um, he likes you for some reason. So he's going to use multi-attack with his claws. Great. So first is a 20. Yeah, that's... That's six. Okay. And his second slash with the claws is a 21. Okay. For five damage. Okay. And Faven's up. I'm not feeling too good, boys. We got you. Uh, should probably put my crossbow down. <laughs> <laughs> What's your health at? I'm not. I'm not feeling too good. I'm really hurting. Okay. I'm gonna try to retreat and shoot him from from, from afar. Okay. Um. I'm really not feeling too good. <laughs> I'm hurting. Those claws got me in the face a little bit. 
Fine, man. If I want to talk, go kill him. I can't kill him because you need to be healed, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna use because I'm gonna get one, one move, one, one action, one action. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna use my hands to cure wounds on him. Okay, and that is one d8. That's d8. Where's d8? One d8 plus two. It is seven. Thank you. Okay. I'm feeling better already. Yeah, but not good enough, and I just wasted it. Mayos is up next. Because he's going to turn out. That quickly release my shot at this creature with the longbow. Okay. Natural one. <laughs> so as you go to pull back your, your longbow, the strands. So this is the longbow you got from that shop, right? Mm-hmm. The strands uh, that you're pulling back uh, have not been used in a while, and as you pull, you just hear the snap, snap, snap of all I of it. I used it. Uh, this time, the tension snaps the straps and renders it useless until it is repaired. Oh. Oh. Um, then, Petrogan, I have potion of healing if you get back this way. And then I uh, use my act- my bonus action to hide. Best I can behind this pillar. Okay, and now it's Petrogan's turn. Great. I, since I have my light crossbow out, I'm gonna try to get back as far as I can. So as you leave, you open yourself up oh, to yeah. an opportunity attack. Dummy. So he's gonna use rotting gaze, and so he chooses you, uh, and you must succeed on a DC 12 Constitution saving throw with a 27 die. It's a Constitution save. Oh. Eight. Plus, do you have any modifiers on Constitution? Six two. plus two. Oh, so it was six plus two. Okay, so uh, you will take three d6 necrotic damage. Yikes. Ten. There's no reason to heal you. I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> I, I knew it, and I did it, and I shouldn't have done it. I told you to kill him. Okay. Are you, uh, are you gone? Yeah. Oh, you're knocked. I'm knocked. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 8 of Fledgling's RPG, The Lost Mine of Fandelver. Make sure you come back for episode 9 and see what happens with the fallen dragonborn. In the meantime, thank you for listening, sharing it with your friends, giving us that 5-star review, and for supporting our new Patreon at patreon.com slash fledglingsrpg. We're so excited that you're along with us for this adventure. Be sure to follow our socials at FledglingsRPG or find all our links at linktr.ee slash FledglingsRPG. That's F-L-E-D-G-L-I-N-G-S-R-P-G to be sure you don't miss out on any additional content from the Fledglings.